Hey everyone, I'm Pastor Burns and this is Timeless Truths Radio Ministry. Today we're learning how we can be confident in the shadow of death. Though we live every day with the threat of death, there are two truths that sustain David to a life of victory. It's our Timeless Truth today and it's coming up next. Our heart is not pure by default. Listen, if we're going to be right with God today, if we're going to be right with God today, then we're going to have to understand who He is. If you choose to do what is right in this society, then you will be treated as the enemy. You will be rejected. You will be looked down upon. In verse number 14, he says, judgment is turned away back. And they that come to God must believe that He is. He is the Creator. He has the resources to provide. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 says, But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. It's always such a wonderful blessing to be able to study the Word of God. Pastor Burns, I heard that you're going to begin a brand new message this morning. We're so excited. I know for me personally, God always has something for me both to learn and to help me to grow. And that's why it's so important that we study and read His Word. Pastor Burns, you have our full attention. Let's learn this morning's Timeless Truth. Hey, welcome to Timeless Truths Radio Ministry. We are glad that you're joining us today for our program. What a wonderful blessing again to be able to uh, take the time to read the Word of God, to study the Word of God. And the Bible teaches us that if you're hungry and you're thirsty for the Word of God, you'll be fed, your thirst will be quenched, and it's a blessing to be able to provide uh, to you the living Word, that wonderful bread and that wonderful living water to help you to quench and satisfy your longings to know God uh, and to please him uh, with your life. It's a a beautiful, beautiful day. We're grateful for um, kind of a a mild winter, I guess you could say. Hasn't been terrible. Uh, And we're looking forward to what God has for us on this Lord's Day. This is the Lord's Day, and we're excited to be able to um, study his word Today, So we're continuing our series on the Shepherd's Psalm. It's Psalm 23, and I'm going to read it here in just a moment, all six verses, and kind of once again give you an overview uh, of this Shepherd's Psalm. But as I have made note several times throughout this series, the Shepherd's Psalm is an overview of a Christian's life, and we are we are living our life uh, in the Shepherd's care. And David understood that. David understood that the Lord was indeed his Shepherd, and that his Shepherd was caring and comforting and guiding uh, him wherever he went. That that he was in the care of the great shepherd, the good shepherd, the chief shepherd of his life. And so let's read this together once again. It's Psalm 23. I hope that you have your Bibles handy and that uh, you can turn to this wonderful psalm. 
And you can follow along as I read it uh, here this morning. Psalm 23, verse 1, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let's pray together, Lord. We're grateful for your blessings. We're thankful for all that you've done for us. And Lord, we are, we are ever grateful for your promise and your word that you are indeed our shepherd and that you are shepherding us each day. Lord, I pray for those that are listening to our program who have hurts and burdens, who have troubles and heartaches. I pray, Lord, for your ever presence to sustain them and comfort them and meet the needs of their heart today. And I pray, Lord, that if there's an individual that's listening to this message, whether through the podcast or whether through the radio, and they don't know you as their Savior, they are not sure that heaven would be their home if they were to die today. I pray, Lord, that they would settle that matter. I pray that they would trust in you. I pray that they would look to you for this eternal need. And so, Lord, I pray that you would help us, and I pray you would bind Satan and his demons, that your word would fall on good ground, and that it would grow in our hearts and in our lives, and may you be glorified. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. We're grateful for everything that God has done for our life, and we give glory to his name. We're going to sing that together as a congregation. Glory to his name down at the cross where my Savior died. Glory to his name.
have at our church once a month, a Sunday called God is Greater Sunday. And the focus of this Sunday is to really just be reminded of the greatness and the overcoming power of our God, that God is able to help us, that God is able to sustain us, and that God is able to shepherd our lives each and every day. And this past Sunday, we had at our church, God is Greater Sunday, and we heard a testimony of God's power. We sang hymns about God's goodness and greatness in our life. And we looked at a message called God is Greater Than Man. And we looked at from a biblical perspective how when the world doesn't have the answers, and they often don't, that God always has the answers. And when we don't understand, God understands. And God knows where we are and why we're here. And God has a purpose and and a plan. And we are finite and he is infinite. We are limited and he is unlimited. And we need to trust in him as the one who leads our life. And this is what we find once again in this passage of Scripture. As we have learned so far in Psalm 23, David has been talking about what God is to him and what God does for him. And David is encouraged and lifted up by the presence of the shepherd in his life. His soul has been restored to follow in the right path. That path may be beside the still waters, or that path may be beside the green pastures. Hey, this is Josh. We'll get back to the message this morning in just a moment. We wanted to invite you in joining us in this ministry of proclaiming the gospel message to our region. Please pray for us as we endeavor to share God's timeless truths, but also your financial investment is appreciated. You can send a financial gift by mail to 1720 Glasgow Street, Kitchener, Ontario, N2N0A7. Or you can e-transfer to send your gift by using the email give at kitchenerbaptist.org. Your financial gift would be a great blessing and encouragement to us, and it will help us stay on air and share God's timeless truths to our community. We would love to pray for you. If you have a prayer request, head on over to TimelessTruthsRadio.com and send us your prayer request today. We believe that God hears and answers our prayers, and we are excited to add your requests to our prayer list. If you have any questions about this morning's message, please reach out to us. We would love to hear from you, even if it's just a word of encouragement. You'll find our contact information at TimelessTruthsRadio.com. We are here to help you in any way that we can. So please do not hesitate to send us an email or give us a call. Okay, now that we've taken care of these items, let's get back to this morning's message. Once again, here's Pastor Jerry Burns. But God is leading and God is feeding him. There's a personal possession. There's a plentiful provision. There's a a precise place. And there's a perfect pathway. And now we come to this thought of a present protection. But as we move into verse 4, this psalm strikes a different note. 
David has spent the last three verses speaking about his experiences, where God leads him and how God feeds him, the restoration that he has experienced in his life. But in in verse 4, he steps into the unknown. He talks about an event that could come to pass, situations that maybe loom over the horizon, but he didn't know when. He's still walking down that pathway of life. He's still on the path of righteousness. And yet one day he realizes that a dark cloud would overshadow him, and in that moment he would fear no evil. He spent much time speaking of pleasant things, but this isn't quite as pleasant. Now, there's a teaching out there within the Christian circles that would say that a Christian is always promised pleasant pastures. But the Bible never makes this promise. There are those who would suggest that if you're not healthy or wealthy, then you're not right with God. But there are many godly men and women who face troubling times in their life. And yet, we find in this passage of Scripture that there would come a time when the pleasant pastures would be gone and there would be trouble in David's life. This is the Christian's song. You see, the Christian's song has low notes as well. There are times when we are driven to wit's end corner. And David understood that. He writes in Psalm 88, verse 6, Thou has laid me in the lowest pit, in darkness, in the deeps. Thy wrath lieth upon me, and thou has afflicted me with all thy waves, Selah. Thou has put away mine acquaintance far from me, that was made me an abomination unto them. I am shut up, and I cannot come forth. Mine eye mourneth by reason of affliction, Lord. I have called daily upon thee. I have stretched out my hands unto thee. You know, the book of Psalms are filled with low moments of life. And it's important to note that in verse 4, David has stopped talking about the shepherd and now he's talking to the shepherd. God leads him, God restores him, God feeds him, and because of that, he says, I shall not want. But as he faces this dark cloud, he says, listen, you are with me. You are with me. You will help me. You will guide me. You will direct me. And if God was with David, we can rest assured that he will also be with us. So let's look at this passage of Scripture, shall we? And let's notice what the Scripture has to say about this wonderful psalm. First of all, I want us to think about the valley. It's called the valley of the shadow of death. It's interesting that David first came to popularity in the valley where he faced off against Goliath. By definition, a valley is located between two hills. And this psalm highlights some high points in David's life. In fact, the beginning of the psalm where he claims the Lord as his shepherd and the ending of the psalm where he will abide in the house of the Lord forever. 
And yet in between here is the valley. Between blessings here and glory beyond runs the valley of the shadow of death. As a shepherd in the rugged terrain of Judah, David understood the dangers to the sheep in the valley. George Adams Smith, an experienced traveler and geographer of the Holy Land, wrote that on the boundless eastern pastures, so different from the narrow meadows and the diked hillsides with which are we are familiar, the shepherd is indispensable. I do not remember ever to have seen in the east a flock of sheep without the shepherd. In such a landscape of Judea, where a day's pasture is thinly scattered over an unfenced tract of country covered with delusive pass, still frequented by wild beasts and rolling off into the desert, the man and his character are indispensable. At, at these times, the skill and the care of, the, of a shepherd is absolutely vital. The shadow of death appears 20 times in the New Testament, and it speaks of the darkest valley. But what makes this valley so difficult? It's the threat of death that's always present as we travel through life's way. From our birth until our end, there is always the threat of death. The shadow of death follow us, follows us every day and every moment. Isaiah 9 verse 2 says, The people that walked in darkness have seen a great light, speaking of the Messiah, the Savior. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them have the light shined. Now notice the words of Paul in 2 Corinthians 1 verse 9, but we have had the sentence of death in ourselves, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God that raised the dead. Paul's pathway was filled constantly with the threat of death. Let's think about the danger of death. You know, sometimes death comes very close to us. Maybe it was the death of a loved one that caught you by surprise, that placed a shadow over your pathway. Maybe it's an issue that's connected with your health or your well being. As we walk in this valley, Death is always a threat. It's always present. But why? Why is death present in this valley? Well, it all really comes down to the condition of the human heart. Think about not only the danger of death, but the development of death. In Hebrews 2, the writer gives us reasons why Christ had to die on the cross. First of all, his identification with human, uh, humanity. This is seen in Hebrews 2, verses 10 to 13. It became him, the Bible says, that he became the captain of our salvation. He was perfect through his suffering. And as a man, Jesus suffered and even tasted death. But not only his identification with humanity, but also to become our high priest. In verse 16, verse 18, he was made like his brethren so that he could be a faithful and merciful high priest. And so he suffered and died. 
And Jesus understands the shadow of death. He is indeed a compassionate Savior who can relate to us. But the Bible also says in the book of Hebrews that Jesus died to destroy the power and fear of death. It says in verse 14 in the second chapter of the book of Hebrews, for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Where did death come from? Death was introduced by Satan. That's why the Bible says that Satan had the power of death. It was Satan that deceived Eve in the Garden of Eden, and Eve gave that fruit to Adam, and Adam chose to sin against God, and sin always brings death. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, so death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. Death passed upon all men, and the reign of sin brings death. Romans chapter 5, verse 21, the Bible says that as sin hath reigned unto death, even so my grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Death brings fear, and fear brings bondage. As sinners, we are minus God in our life. As we come to an end to another message, it brings us to a place of decision. How are we going to respond to the word of God today? If you're not sure that you'd go to heaven to be with God when this life is over, then I want to invite you to know what the Bible says. The Bible teaches us that all of us are sinners. We have sinned and have come short of the glory of God. That verse means that no matter how hard we try, we cannot save ourselves based on our own merits. It's not about being a part of a church denomination or being a good person. The Bible teaches us that we have come short of God's glory. You see, that's why Jesus came, and that's why he died on the cross. He died to give us eternal life so that we could have a home in heaven with him. And if you believe the gospel today, if you believe in the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, if you believe today that you're a sinner and that you're separated from God and there's nothing that you can do to save yourself, but you accept the fact that Jesus died for you and as you, would you call out to him to save you? The Bible says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You can pray a simple prayer like this. Lord, I know I'm a sinner. Lord, I know that I'm separated from you. I believe your gospel. I believe that you died for me. Would you save me? Would you wash my sins away? Would you make me your child? Now, it's not the words in the prayer, but it's the hard decision behind the prayer. And if you prayed a prayer like that and you mean it from your heart, then the Bible teaches us that you're a Christian You're a child of God, and you have a home in heaven promised for you. 
We'd love to hear about your decision. Would you go to TimelessTruthRadio.com? Just click on that Contact Us button. And would you just send us an email and tell us that you've trusted Christ as your Savior? We'd love to pray for you and with you. And we'll even send you some resources to help you in your newfound faith. Christian, the Bible teaches us that when we hear his word, we also have to make a decision. Will you trust in what the Bible says today? Will you rest in the care of the shepherd for your life? I hope that you'll make good decisions today as you trust the Lord in your life today and tomorrow. God bless you. Again, thank you so much for joining us for Timeless Truths Radio Ministry. I'm Pastor Burns, and this ministry is brought to you by Kitchener Baptist Church and supporters just like you. God bless, and we hope that you'll join us next week on Timeless Truths. Thank you for joining us for this morning's program. Timeless Truths is a ministry of the Kitchener Baptist Church in Kitchener, Ontario. We are a refreshingly conservative Baptist church that preaches the Word of God. For more information about the ministries of our church and how we can be a blessing to you, check out our church website at kitchenerbaptist.org. Our radio program is available because of the faithful prayers and financial support of listeners just like you. You can support our ministry by sending a financial gift to Timeless Truths Radio Ministry at 1720 Glasgow Street, Kitchener, Ontario, N2N0A7. That is 1720 Glasgow Street, Kitchener, Ontario, N2N0A7. You can also e-transfer your support to give at kitchenerbaptist.org. To learn more about our ministry, visit our website at TimelessTruthsRadio.com. Do you know the Jesus we talked about in this program? You can have abundant life through Jesus Christ right now. Just say yes to Jesus today. Fully trust in Him. Learn more about the Jesus of the Bible and how you can have eternal life. Check out our video at KitchenerHope.com. Once again, thank you for joining us this Sunday morning. From Pastor Burns and the Kitchener Baptist Church, have a wonderful day. Join us next week when we open our Bibles and learn more from God's timeless truths.